0: Get more coffee right now. Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee. That's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers: Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning—that's my coffee maker Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. I'm doing this because of my love for coffee. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. Okay, let's get rolling here. Welcome to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son, episode number 28. Now, 28 is one of my favorite numbers because I was born on July 28. So we'll just leave it at that as one of my favorite uh, numbers. Three is my favorite number, and I'm going to go with 28. Today would have been my mother-in-law's 82nd birthday, Pam's mom. She passed away two years ago, not from COVID. She had cancer, and uh, we miss her very, very much. I know Pam does a lot. And I miss her very much because she was probably one of the first ones that recognized how much I love coffee. So she was a great cook and a great baker. She would bake things on Saturday and she would either come over here or I would go over there and pick stuff up. She would have these great bakery goods. And a lot of times she would say, Jeff, do you want some coffee? And she always knew I would say yes. And she had one of those little, them little four Little things. So there was, it would say four, but it would only fill up two cups of coffee. So I would just sit there, eat her uh, cookies and all the other good things she used to make. And, and she would have me test them out. So I was like a guinea pig, but a, a very happy guinea pig. And we miss her a lot at Christmas time. She would read these stories um, where the words would parts of the body, like head, ear, and the night before Christmas. And she would stress the words like, head, eyes. And we'd all start laughing. We're taping this actually on her birthday. And then tomorrow is Veterans Day. But I forgot to mention uh, uh, my brothers. Three of them served in uh, in the military. So to them, happy Veterans Day. Thanks again for... For your service for serving our country, I'll have a I have a picture since you'll be hearing this on Sunday. I'm going to put a picture on Instagram of my mom in her military outfit that we found, that my brother Jerry had he sent over at M A R Y B S number five T H S O N. I always have a hard time with that, but I never have a card in front of me to read it. (laughs) I always get stuck at Mary and then B S. I'm thinking, really. At Mary B's fifth son. That's our handle for Rob uh, Instagram. Let's go with our movie review. It's still Veterans Day and the end of the Deer Hunter, where after Christopher Walken dies, they bring his body back after the funeral. All go back to the bar that they all hang out at. They get in there and uh George Zunda. He uh goes, Coffee's already made. And that's the first thing he says. They go in there, they set up the table and everything. They come back, and they're so stressed out that their friend, Nicky, had uh, died in Vietnam. Nobody's thinking right. And then all of a sudden, George Zunda and um, Meryl Streep realize they don't have the even the coffee cups. They get the coffee cups, and the end of the movie is really good because on the table, as far as I can remember, are three drinks. They got the shots, they got the beers, and they got coffee. So, again, coffee... You cannot stress enough, I cannot stress enough how important coffee is still, again, in movies. To that, that will be our last Veterans Day uh, movie, and a great one, too. We went to see that, Pam and I, when we were dating, I think in 1980, at the Oak Street Theater right outside downtown Chicago, and the show was packed. Oops. Oh, yeah. Oh, Actually, yeah. <laughs> bring, bring us two tables over here. Okay, this week's coffee review is a place called Stock Food and Drink. It's located in the Fairmont in Banff. We stayed there four days and every morning Pam and I would go down there and get coffee. And it was always very busy. The baristas behind there, a well-oiled machine. Great, great personalities, great service in uh, the coffee. You know, and it was on this cold morning. You want your coffee hot, you want it smelling good, you know, and tasting good. That's the most important thing. And it was, it was excellent. It was just, you know, we normally, not normally, but we got it every morning, just the regular drip coffee. And it was great. It was excellent. So, stack food and drink in the Fairmont Hotel in Banff. Let's go to 1971. I have a total infatuation with an Italian girl named Donna. One of the infatuation was a crush. I wanted her to be my girlfriend. She lived on the corner of 122nd Normal. And right next door to her house is a guy named Bob. His last initials be, be hung around with a different type of crowd. They were somewhere in between geek and the drug heads. So you got the geeks. You know, didn't do anything. Then you got the drug heads listening to um, hard rock and all of that. And remember, um, hey, man, you heard that, that Toll, last Toll album and Zeppelin. So these guys were in the middle. So I'm thinking they were like a step above the Island of Misfit Toys. And I would hang around with all different types of groups of people. I would just walk around and find a group to hang out with. I had no steady group to hang around with. So, you know, I'd walk around, people were standing around, I'd go up by him, start gambling. I'd spend the night hanging out with him, you know, and then the next night I'd be with a different group. But this group I stuck with just because of where he lived. It's called um, logistics. So a strange group, but I hung around with him because he lived right next door to Donna and I wanted to be close to Donna. And these guys, I did, had nothing in common with them, but I can get along with anybody. So I did. I think they figured out eventually why I was there. Donna's house was on the corner, and then on normal was Bob's house. So I would always sit, when we'd sit on the porch, on the end closest to her house. Okay? So when they'd be talking, I'd be facing this way. Uh, Three-quarters of the time, I wouldn't even hear what the hell they were saying. In in a month, I was probably able to see Donna maybe four times. Uh, She had a twin sister who didn't like me which was fine. I didn't like her either. I'm sitting on a porch one day on Bob's porch and Mike old Martin and a bunch of people come walking up the street and he looks at me and he goes, "Beef, what are you doing here? I said, you yeah, know, we're just hanging out. So he looks at all of these guys and he just says, are you out of friends? <laughs> I said, what? He goes, you don't have anybody else to hang around with? You're here? With these, and they're sitting there. He goes, "You're here with these guys." <laughs> it was funny because he seen a look on my face, and then he looks over at the house next door. He goes, "Oh man!" He goes, "All right, I see what you're doing here." He goes, "But you're making a big mistake." He goes, "I don't even think she likes you." He goes, "So you're wasting your time." I go, "Ah, they're okay." He goes, "No, they're not." And then him and his friends start laughing, and then walk away. About a week later, we're in the park in the woods, and um. West Pullman Park. It's a Saturday afternoon. Uh, one guy that, used to, that always hung around with Michael was uh, Rich. His last name begins with a K. Uh, sitting on a bench with his girlfriend, Linda. And this group I'm with, they start hassling him. Like, pushing him around and everything. I'm like, hey, cut the crap, man. You know, he's a friend of mine. This, that. They didn't care. I think he was sick because he started, like, throwing up. And I help him up. You know, him and Linda leave. Probably an hour later, all of a sudden, I swear, there had to be at least 10 guys show up, at least. Rich <laughs> comes over there, and he points around everybody. He goes, you're all getting your ass kicked except Beaver. And on a bicycle, here comes Michael Martin and a couple other guys. And they come riding through through the woods. And he looks at me. He goes, and it was weird. I can still see the look on his face. He goes, I told you that this was, it was not a good idea. He goes, she still doesn't like you. They're all going to get their ass beat. So I would suggest to you, go on home because I live right through the alley. I look back just to see everything that was going on. <laughs> They're all chasing and Hey, I know Michael had one guy down on the ground in a headlock. This group of guys, they were a bunch of idiots. You know, I was using them, I guess you could say, in the wrong way. And that was the last time I hung out with them. i seen them probably a couple of weeks later. Well, I didn't have to walk up normal, but I did. I past Donna's house, and then I'd have to walk past Bob's house. And Rich lived on 120th of normal. So I would have to go up that way and then to get to West Pullman School, West Pullman Grammar School. And I seen them out on a porch again. They didn't say anything to me. And I tried not to look. I didn't even cross the street. I just kept walking. And it was one of them weird ones where you try and walk fast. So you hope they don't notice you, and they do. I guess they didn't hold it against me because they knew I I didn't do anything to them. One of the weirdest things I remember is we're raking leaves in front of this guy's house. He's got the door open. He's got the radio blasting. And there was this song called by the Seekers called, Look What They've Done to My Song, Mom. And they're playing that thing full blast, full blast, which now I think about it was like really weird because that's that was their type of song. I didn't have the best taste, but that wasn't my favorite song and they were raking the leaves almost like to a rhythm. Now I think about it, maybe Don looked out the window. She see me raking leaves to this stupid song and probably thought, man, that dude is weird. <laughs> he's, he's really, he's got no rhythm raking leaves to this stupid song. So, uh, but, uh, I went by Rich's house. He was a great guy because Rich actually was, I think Michael's best friend, uh, up until Michael moved out. And they, when we moved in, they were best friends. They were hanging out all the time. Cause Michael lived a block away on 120 20th in Parnell. Ironically, I introduced her to Richard. They're still together. From what I heard 10 years ago, I heard that uh, they stayed from eighth grade and I was the one that brought Richard around. That was one of my, one of my favorite days. Cause that night I was on the corner hanging out with, uh, Mark Gauger, he was the top bowler at Finger High School, and uh, we're out there. And he he actually convinced me to play soccer. I went to soccer practice, okay, and we had to run around Palmer Park. I remember my old man saying, now what the hell is this game? I go, it's soccer. He goes, and what do you do? I said, well, you just kick the ball. And where do you kick it to? I go, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> you kick it you kick it at the the goalie he goes and you can't touch the ball with your hands, I go, no, no, he goes, that's a stupid game. I'm joining it, and so I went there four practices and it was a long way. Palmer Park was a long way, we had no cars, so I was had to walk, and uh, I can't do this man, so I used to bowl with him a lot after that, but no more soccer, but that was my adventure in soccer four four times around Palmer park running every practice, and I could. I couldn't do it. Okay, that's it for this week. And thanks to everyone that's been going on Instagram. I put this past week this magic moment record on there it's from the one that Liz Hernandez and I would uh, learn to write the uh, the words to the songs. I put that picture on. I have the picture of my mom on Instagram in her military outfit. So uh, thanks again to everyone listening. I am thoroughly enjoying this. And then. If you haven't gone on Instagram to look at my drink, we have another one coming up. Actually, today, another drink we'll have on Instagram. And Instagram is at Mary B's Fifth Son. And M- at M-A-R-Y-B-S number five, T-H-S-O-N. I did that one pretty good. So, uh, OK, thanks again, to everyone. Take care. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better coffee and a smile if you put those two together you're going to have a good day thanks again for joining us with coffee break with mary b's fifth son join us next week where we continually talk about coffee which we all love thank you thanks for joining us i'm your host jeff balser the intro was by Yvonne to elements thank you uh production by downtown media works join us every sunday morning for coffee break with mary b's fifth son And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. All right. So now I have a question for you. What did she look like? Donna. What did Donna look like? I know she's an Italian girl, but give me some some information. Like what what color hair did she have? Do you remember? Dark hair, dark eyes. She had the hair like back then split in the middle. Uh Uh-huh. So okay. it's like a part, like a center part? Right. Was right. it long or short? Long, long. So do yep. you like long hair then? Yep. You're yep. a long hair kind of guy. Long haired freaky people need not apply. That was from a song in 1971. And then, signs do you know who redid? it? Okay, in the 80s, Tesla redid that. Yes. And Great they did signs. Though. That is still my favorite version of that song. Peter it's a Tesla Alpha. version. They were called the five-man acoustical acoustical band. Acoustical, is that what uh, it is? Acoustical no. acoustics. Five-man acoustical really, band. I don't yeah, think. but the original band is five-man electrical band. Yeah. And I think Tesla did it with acoustics. Just no. Yeah, they did. No, I remember the video. Great video on MTV. I know. But yeah, I introduced himself. I introduced him to the girl that I liked, and then he didn't steal her. She just ended up. He had more of a personality than I did. So he was able to approach her, you know, the way I think, this is the way I think it went, that he was able to approach her and didn't have, you know, me, I had all of these different guys that would always make comments and crap like that. So it just never worked. So again, things happen for a reason. I'm very happy where I'm at in my spot because I don't know where I'd be right now. Forty years of being Pam's slave of love, it's just been rough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I've been a joker, a smoker, a midnight toker, and Pam's <laughs> slave of love. Oh, my God. Okay, we got to add. I'm going to add that part at the very end. Oh, my God. I'm going to chop this conversation suggest- up just so I can have that end part. <laughs> 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 I think Pam's gonna (laughs) like that.